Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. This week on Strange Tales, we'll hear from the Columbia Workshop CBS series that aired from July of 1936 to April of 1947, produced 370 episodes. Our story today is from February 19, 1938. It's titled, The Well of the Saints. Columbia Workshop. Did ever you hear tell of a pair? across a bit of the sea where there is an island and the grave of the four beautiful saints. There's a green ferny well behind of that place. And if you put a drop of the water out of it on the eyes of a blind man, you'll make him see as well as any person is walking the world. Tonight, the Columbia Workshop offers the first radio presentation of the famous Irish folk play, The Well of the Saints. As conceived by John Millington Singh, one of Ireland's greatest dramatists, this delightful fantasy, blending mysticism with humor, rich in the poetry and music of the Irish peasantry, provides an unusual opportunity for experimental presentation. The version you're about to hear, while faithful to the original play, is freely adapted for the medium of radio drama. Our scene is a lonely, mountainous district in the east of Ireland, one or more centuries ago. Along a rough country road. Oh, pass in the gap. The length of that. Are you with that length plaiting your yellow hair? You have the morning lost, Thomas. I'll give me the rushes. Aye. Little time we have left to shred them. Ah. Mary, 
It's a queer cracked voice you have, and I do be wondering odd times if you have any splendor at all. For the time I was a young lad and had fine sight, cause the ones with the sweet voices were the best in face. Uh, let you not be making the like of that talk. When you've heard Timmy the Smith and Matt Simon and the power besides saying fine things in my face. I heard Molly Byrne saying at the fall of night it was little more than a fright you were. She was jealous, God forgive her, because Timmy the Smith was after praising me here. Ah, jealous. I jealous, Martin, too. Ah, the young and silly do we always making game of them that's blind. I do be thinking in the long night, it'd be a grand thing if we could see ourselves for an hour or a minute itself. The way we surely know we were the finest man and the finest woman of the seven counties of the East. And then the sea and rabble below might be destroying their souls, telling bad lies, and we'd never heed a thing they say. If you weren't a big fool, you wouldn't be heeding their fool's lies, the like of what Molly Byrne was telling to yourself. If it's lies she does be telling, she's a sweet, beautiful voice you'd never tire of hearing. It should be a fine, soft, rounded woman, I'm thinking, would have a voice the like of that. She's a great one for drawing the men. And Timmy himself is after getting mighty fussy if she'll come walking by. Let you not be minding if it's slap around that she is. For she's a flighty, foolish woman. And Timmy's a fool to be taking a notice of her. She with her loud, braying laugh. Hey, we wish we saw someone coming on the road now. Oh, oh. Well, let you put the rush of the way off oh, And they'd be picking it out with the spying eyes they have. And say this week we are. And not giving us a thing at all. Leave a bit of silver for blind Martin, your honour. Leave a bit of silver, or a penny copper itself, and we'll be praying the Lord to bless you and go in the way. <laughs> and you let not a while back you knew me step, Jimmy the Smith. I'm asking after hearing wonders today. Oh, you're always hearing queer, wonderful things, and a lot of them nothing at all. I'll tell you it's in this place there'll be a bigger wonder done in a short while than ever was done in the whole of the Western world. It'll be wonders in this place. Here at the crossing of the roads. Are they putting up a still behind the rock? It's not a still there, Brian, or the like of it either. Maybe they're hanging a thief. I'm told it's a great sight to see a man hanging by his neck. Ah, but what joy would that be to our kids? And we not seeing it at all. They're hanging no one this day, Mary Jewel. And yet with the help of God, you'll see a power hang before you die. What way would I see a power hanged? And I a dark woman. since the seventh year of my age. Did you ever hear tell of a place across a bit of the sea where there's an island and the grave of the four beautiful saints? There's a fairly well I'm told behind that place. And if you put a drop of the water out of it on the eyes of a blind man, you'll make him see as well as any person is walking the world. Is that the truth, Jimmy? Oh, I'm thinking you're telling a lie now. Ah, that's the truth, Martin Jewel. And you may believe it now. For you're after believing a power of things weren't as likely at all. Tell us your wonder, Timmy. That's the fine holy man will do it. A saint of the almighty God who's going round to the churches of Ireland with a long cloak on him and naked feet. For he's brought a sup of water flung at his side and with the like of him... Any little drop is enough to cure the giant or to make the blind see. Mary, Mary, think of it now. We'll be seeing each other this day. (laughs) The 
fair at all is the same, Molly Byrne. He's after going up to the woods to say a prayer, and he's coming on this road to the church. Ah, to be a fine thing if someone in this place could pray the like of him. Jimmy, <laughs> look at the great trembling Martin has taken him. God help him. What will he be doing when he sees his wife this day? I'm thinking it was bad work we did when we let on she was fine looking. And not a wrinkle wizened hag the way she is. Why should he be vexed and we have given him great joy in the pride of the time that he was blind? Look, the scene's coming now. As to the fine, brave man he'd be if it wasn't for the fact. Where are they? They're here, Holy Father. They'd be always sitting here at the cross end of the road, asking a bit of copper from them that you pass, or stripping rushes for night. It's a hard life you've had, not seeing the sun or the moon. Or the holy priest itself praying to the Lord. But it's the like of you who are brave in a bad time. We'll make a fine use of the gift of sight the almighty God will bring to you today. Oh, when the Lord looks on herself who is a fine woman. Wish no, Martin. I'll be listening to the saint. Very do. Go you up to the church and await me there. Martin, I'll cure you first. Kneel down before me now. That you be making your mind still and saying praises in your heart. Here upon your eyes I place the water from the well of the four saints. Those patres city trilio comes to paracleto, isuidonographia misavetes es Oh, glory be to God! I'll go up now to the church to say a prayer for Mary Dool. And do you all stay back here and be saying a prayer for your own sake. Oh, glory be to God. I see now, surely. I see the walls of the church and the green bits of ferns in them and the Holy Father walking up through the door. And and that's Timmy. I know Timmy by the back of his head. And that's Matt Simon. I know Matt by the length of his legs. <laughs> and, oh, it was no lie they told me Mary Dool. The blessings of God on this day and them that brought me the saint. For it's grand hair you have and soft skin and eyes that would make the saints fall down out of the sky. Hold up your head, Mary, the way I'll see it's richer I am than the great kings of the east. Hold up your head, I'm saying, for as soon you'll be seeing me and I'm not a bad one at all. Thank you keep away from me and not be styling my chin. <laughs> it's Molly's voice you have. Well, why wouldn't I have my own voice? Do you think I'm a ghost? Oh, which of y'all is herself? Is it you, is Mary Jules? Uh, I'm thinking you're more the like of what they said. I'm not your wife, and let you be getting out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> is it yourself it is, huh? <laughs> I never seen any person that took me for blind. And a seeing woman, I'm thinking, would never wed the like of you. Try again, Master Jules. Try again. You'll be finding her yet. <laughs> Where is it you have her hidden away? Ah, you're thinking you're a fine lot to be making game of myself and the woman I've heard called the great wonder of the West? Which of you is Martin Dool? It's her voice, surely. Go up now and take her under the chin and be speaking the way you spoke to my says. And you, Mary, you're not saying a word. Well, what is it you think of him, says, with the fat legs on him and the little neck like a ram? I'm thinking it's a poor thing when the Lord God gives you sight and puts the like of that man in your way. It's on your own two knees you should be thanking the Lord God. You're not looking on yourself. If I'm not so fine as some of them said, I have my hair and big eyes and my white skin. Ah, your hair and your big eyes, is it? 
I'm telling you, there isn't a wisp on any grey mare on the ridge of the world isn't finer than the dirty twist on your head. There isn't two eyes in any starving sow isn't finer than the eyes you were calling bluer than the sea. Go on with you now, and be seeking a lonesome place where the earth can hide you away. For there's no man but would liefer be blind a hundred years than to be looking on the likes of you. <laughs> Make haste out there, Martin Jewel. I'll be putting up new fires at the turn of the day. And you haven't half of them sticks cut yet. Oh, that's a hard, terrible stick, Jimmy. A hard, terrible stick. It's destroyed, I'll be, whacking your old thorns till the turn of day. And I, with no food in my stomach, will keep the life in a pig. You want me to be driving you off again to be walking the roads? And I've given you your food, and a corner to sleep, and money with it. Ah, it's more I got a while since when I sat blinded in Guyana than I get in this place working hard and destroying myself the length of the day. As a turner now you are against your sight. You'd have a right to be minding, Martin Duel, for it's a power the same cured, losing their sight after a while. Oh, let you not be tormenting yourself trying to make me afeard. You told me a power of bad lies the time I was blind. And it's right now for you to stop. That's no lie. You ask Mary Jewel, for I've heard them say she's losing her sight again. I'll let you not speak to me of her. No, 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 Timmy, no, no. Isn't it, isn't it a queer thing how she keeps passing by? She can't keep herself two days without looking on me face. Ha, ha, look her on your face, is it? Oh, you know rightly, Timmy. Twas myself drove her away. Ah, there's the lie you're telling. It's little I care which one of you was driving the other. Let you not be idling here or minding her at all, but hurry with them sticks. What is it you're forever pounding away at, Jimmy? I'm fair destroyed with the noise of it. Ah, ah I'm making a power of things you do have when you're settling with a wife, Martin Jewel. I heard tell last night the state will be passing again in a short while, and I'll have him wed Molly Brown with myself. He's do it, I've heard them say, for not a penny at all. Oh, Molly's a fine woman. And the almighty gods made a fine match in the two of you. Do you think so, Martin? For if you went to marry in a woman with the like of yourself, I'm thinking, you'd be having the fearfulest little children we've ever seen in this world. Well, the law forgive you. But it's a queer thing the way yourself and Mary do. Are forever talking of nothing and thinking of nothing. But the way people to be looking in the face. It would be better, maybe, if the good saints had never given you back your sight at all. Save your money, Borden. Oh, it's you, Martin Dool. Well, it's a fine thing you're doing to be skulking there in the dark and frightening people half out of their wits. Oh, I was hearing the sound of your voice 
the way I used to when I was not seeing you at all. For it's many a fine thing your voice would put a poor dark fellow in mind. That's a queer kind of talk to be given a girl who's soon to be wed. I'll tell your wife if you talk to me the like of that. Oh, is there no living person can speak a score of words to me without putting me in mind of the old woman? It's the truth I'm telling you, Molly. You do right not to marry a man like Timmy the Smith has seen the bad days of the world. It's them that's been blind can see the fine things is in a woman the like of yourself. Let me go, Master Rules. If that talk you'd hear from a man would be losing his mind. Oh, come along with myself. I'm seeing you now, maybe, the way no man has seen you in the world. Let you come on now, I'm saying, to the lands of Ivera and the reach of Cork, where you won't get down the width of your two feet and not be crushing fine flowers and making sweet smells in the air. Leave me go, Master Rules. Where are you, Molly? Oh, I can't see you. Come, Molly, come with me. Oh, will you let me go? It seems that them that loses their sight loses their senses along with it. I'd be telling Timmy about this. And it's well you know he has a great strength in his arm. And it's a power of things that's broken a sight harder than the old bone of your skull. Oh, let you not put shame on me, Molly. And I, after saying fine words to you and dreaming dreams in the night... Is the storm of thunder is coming, or the last end of the world? Oh, the heavens is closing, I'm thinking, with darkness and great trouble passing in the sky. Molly! Where are you, Molly? I can't see you. Come back. Oh, don't leave me alone in the dark. The devil meant you for a wicked slut. Oh, it's blind I am again. Blind. And that's the last thing I'm to set me sight on in the life of the world. The black scorn of a woman. I'll be walking the roads. Ah, I've not passed a soul since the morning. It's lonesome I'll be from this day. And if living people is a bad lot, yet Mary Dool herself, and she a dirty, wrinkled-looking hag, was better maybe to be sitting along with than no one at all. Ah. Hey, who's that? I'll be destroyed. Sitting alone and losing me senses this time the way I'm after losing me sight. For does it make any person afear to be sitting up here in the sound of his breath? Oh, merciful God, set me foot on the path this day, and I'll be saying prayers morning and night, or not straining my ear after young girls, or doing any bad thing till I die. Let you not be telling lies to the Almighty God. Mary Doolittle. Is it Mary Dool I'm saying? There's a sweet tone in your voice. I've not heard for a few. You're taking me for Molly Byrne, I'm thinking. Oh, you've no call to be talking. For I've heard tell you're as blind as myself. If I am, I'm daring in mind I'm married to a little dark stump of a fella. Look the fool of the world. And you'll be bearing in mind, I'm thinking, what you've seen a while back when you looked down into a well. Or a clear pool, maybe. 
when there was no wind stirring and a good light in the sky. I'm minding that, surely. For if I'm not the way the liars were saying below, I seen a thing in them pools put joy and blessing in my heart. <laughs> oh, God help you, Mary Jo. If you're not a wonderful look, you're the maddest female is walking the countries of the East. <laughs> I am not, Martin. For when I seen myself in them pools, I seen my hair would be grey or white, maybe, in a short while. And I seen with it that I'd a face would be a great wonder when it'll have soft white hair falling around it. The way when I'm an old woman, there won't be the light of me. Sure. Ah, uh, you're a cute thinking woman, Mary Jules, and tis no lie. No, 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 tell me, no. Now, would you say there would be a whiteness the like of that coming upon me? On you, God help you. <laughs> In a short while, you'll have a head on you as bald as an old turnip. You'd see rolling around in the muck. Oh, that, that, that's a hard word to be saying now. No, for I, I, I was thinking if I'd a bit of comfort in the like of yourself, it's not far off we'd be from the good days that went before. But I'll never rest easy thinking you're a grey, beautiful woman and myself a pitiful show. I can't help your looks, Martin Dool. It wasn't myself, Major. Your rat's eyes and your big ears and your grizzly chin. Oh, there's one thing you forgot. Your slouching features or your hooky neck or your two knees is black with knocking one on the other. I've this to say, Mary Dool. I'll be letting me beard grow in a short while. A beautiful, long, white, silken, streamy beard. And you wouldn't see the like of it in the Eastern world. Uh, a white beard's a grand thing on an old man. A grand thing for making the quality stop and be stretching out their hands with good silver or gold. And a beard's a thing you'll never have, so you may be holding your tongue now. Well, <laughs> we're a great pair, surely. <laughs> And it's great times we love yet, maybe. And a great talking before we die. I've heard tell Martin Jewell and Mary Jewell were seen this day upon the about the road. Ah, it's a great pity to see the two of them groping about in the darkness. And there, after seeing for a time the grand sights is filling the world. We were thinking, Holy Father, you'd have pity on them and cure them again. I would, maybe, but uh, where are they at all? I have little time left when I have the two of you to wed in the church. Look up the road, Jimmy. Isn't it them coming now? It is, surely. Martin, Martin Jewell. This way, Martin Dool. You were near losing a great chance this day. Oh, what is it you want to me that you can't leave us in peace? Uh, the saints coming to marry Molly to me, and I'm after speaking a word for yourself, the way he'll be curing you now. It's many a time those are cured with the water from the well of the saints lose their sight when a time is gone. But those I cure a second time go on seeing to the hour of death. I have a few drops only left of the water. With the help of God, it'll be enough for the two of you. That you kneel down now upon the road. We're not asking our sight, Holy Father, and that you walk on your own way and be fasting or playing or doing anything that you will. 
But leave us here in peace at the crossing of the road. For it's best we are this way, and we're not asking to see. If your mind gone that you've no wish to be sure this day, or to be living or working or looking on the wonders of the world. Oh, them is great sights, holy father. What was it I seen when I first opened me eyes? But your own bleeding feet, and they cut with the stones. Uh, that was a great sight, maybe. And what was it I seen me last day but black scorn? Looking out from the eyes of the girl you're coming to marry, uh, the Lord forgive you, with Timmy the Smith. That was a great sight, maybe. I will what... not mind him, Holy Father, for it's bad things you were saying to me a while back. And you do right surely to leave him in darkness, for it's that is best fitting the wickedness of his heart. That's the truth, Molly. But, but would you cure Mary Dool, your reverence? Who's a poor, quiet woman never did hurt any. If you have any sense, Mary, kneel down at me feet, and I'll bring the sight again to your eyes. Let us be as we are, Holy Father, and then we'll be known again in a short while, as the people is happy and blind, and be having an easy time with no trouble to live, and we getting havens on the road. Let you not be a raven fool, man. Kneel down and let him give you your sight. If it's chosen a willful blindness that you are, I'm thinking there isn't anyone in this place will ever be giving you anything at all. That's the truth, mate. Kneel down now, Mary Do. For it's in haste I am to be going on with a marriage and be walking my own way before the fall of night. Then be off on your way and let you not be meddling with the likes of us. What call have you to be coming between married people that you're not understanding at all, Saul, and be making a great mess with the holy water you have? Go on now, I'm saying. If it was a seeing man I heard talking to me the like of that, I'd put a black curse on him would weigh down his soul. Come along now, Mary, and don't be minding him at all. Let you take this man and drive him down upon the road. Make them leave. Go, Holy Father. Make them leave me go, and you make sure it's this day or do anything you will now. Let him be. Let him be. The senses come to him at last. You down now, the two of you. I'm waiting now, Holy Father. I, I, I'm ready, Holy Father. With the power of the water in this cup from the well of the four beauties of God, with the power of this water, I'm saying, that I put upon your eyes. Martin, what have you done? If I'm a poor dark sinner, I've sharp ears, and it's well I heard the little splash of water you had there in the cup. Go on no, Holy Father, for if you're a fine saint itself, it's more senses than a blind man, and more power maybe than you're thinking at all. It'd be an unlucky, fearful thing to have the like of that man living near us. Wouldn't you bring down a curse upon us from the, the heaven of God? Go on now, Martin, go on. Go on, please, Martin. Let him not be bringing great storms on us. Down him. Bring him out. Bring him out. They have chosen their lot. The Lord have mercy on their souls. Come, Mary. Come along now, and we'll be walking away from this place. For we were right, I'm thinking, to be sitting blind, hearing the soft wind turning round the little leaves of the spring, and feeling the warmth of the sun. And smelling this sweet, beautiful smell does be rising in the warm night. And we not tormenting our souls with the sight of the grey days and the ugly men and the dirty feet of the tramps in the world. 
that's the truth, Martin. And when I have my long white hair and you, your silken, dreamy beard, there won't be a happier pair, I'm thinking, in the whole of the Western world. Columbia Workshop has presented the first radio performance of John Millington Singh's Irish folk play, The Well of the Saints. The experiment tonight embodied the presentation of a fantasy with supernatural elements in terms of sound. Music and poetry are characteristics outstanding in Singh's plays, or in his own words, every speech should be as fully flavored as a nut or apple. To the patterns of colloquial Irish speech, were added those of a special musical score, in which various themes, those of blindness and sight, for example, were represented. Another problem presented by the drama was that of portraying the inner world of the blind character to an audience dependent upon hearing for its understanding. The restoration of sight and the return of blindness create entirely different worlds for Martin and Mary Duell. One way of indicating that change to the listening audience was found in increasing or decreasing the sound background, since the hearing of the characters would vary in sharpness with a return or loss of their visual powers. Uh, we'd be glad to know what you thought of the program and to what extent you feel it achieved its purpose. Please address your comments, criticisms, and suggestions to the Columbia Workshop, care of the Columbia Network, New York City. The Well of the Saints was adapted for the workshop by George Zachary, who directed tonight's production. The musical score was written and conducted by Bernard Herman. Next week at the same time, the Columbia Workshop will present Night Patrol, written by Stuart Hawkins, who will also direct the production. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. That's it for Strange Tales this week. There's more from the Columbia Workshop at RelicRadio.com, past episodes of Strange Tales and all the other podcasts, and our Shoutcast stream. Lots to listen to there. If you'd like to help support it all, help keep it coming every week, visit Donate.RelicRadio.com or click on one of the Donate links. Your support makes all of this possible. Thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me this week. Be back next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales. Strange Tales.